1: Welcome to Destiny Talk Show. So glad you had you come in to join us today as we begin to talk about God being our resource. God getting us through any times in our lives. Whatever you're going through, God has the answer. He's the one that will fulfill, that will make sure ...that we are taken care of. And I know the times that we're living in right now... ...that we feel like God is not with us. We feel like He's forgotten us, forsaken us, don't answer us. Maybe we feel He don't even care. But I'm here to tell you today that God is your answer. God is the one that will fulfill everything that you need. So stop your weeping. Stop your complaining. Stop asking God why... And have faith to believe that he has an answered prayer with your name on it. So today we're going to go into 1 Kings 17. And in the intro of this, we're talking about Elijah. Elijah went into um, Zephaniah, Zarephath, which um, God had told him to go into. Because he had a provision for him there. Now this scenario is actually based on a whole lot of faith. That maybe some of us wouldn't have even had. Or some of us wouldn't have even thought that God would ask us to do such a thing in a time that we were in. So let's go ahead and begin the uh, reading. um, God told him to arise. Get thee to Zephyr. Zarephath, I'm sorry, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went there and came to the gate of the city. Behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks, and he called to her and said, Fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink and she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, Bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, As the Lord God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel, and a little bit of oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks, that I may go in and dress it for me and my son, that we may eat it and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me therefore a little cake first. Bring it unto me, and after make thee and for thy son. For thus saith the Lord of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, Neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she did according to what he said. And for him and her house did eat many days. The barrel of meal wasted not. Neither did the crews of oil fail. According to the word of the Lord which spake by Elijah. So we're here in a situation. The drought was there. Elijah spoke three years and there would be no rain. So even he got caught up in the process of God reprimanding. So he goes to there and God tells him to go to this widow woman. He said, I've already prepared this way for you. I just need you to walk this out. This whole process. I need you to walk it out for me because your provision is going to come from the widow woman. So as he began to walk it out, he gets there and he's standing at a gate. Now we know the gate is the blockage between him and the woman. Now he could have said, well, God, there's a gate. I can't get to this woman. I'm blocked. So when there's a blockage in our lives and the prayers seem to be unanswered and the Holy Spirit seems to not come in and fill us with what we need to go through that gate or open that gate. We now communicate with God and say, God, there's a gate. He says, well, there's not even though there's a gate, there are bars that you can talk to reach in and out of. So there's really no blockage of you. But our mind may process. That's a blockage. I can't get to her. I need to physically get in there. But God is saying, no, you don't need to get in. You just need to follow what I'm telling you to do. I've already spoke to her. I've already spoke to you. All you have to do is walk through the process so he asks the woman to pour a drink and she is getting ready to get him that drink and then as he's getting him the drink he calls out to her and he says hey um prepare me something to eat and she says well I don't have anything so that's blockage number two She said, I don't have anything to give to you except I have the bread and the oil and it's about to go out. This is my last one of feeding and then me and my son will die. Now she said she didn't have it, but God sent him there to talk to her. So obviously she had something or God would not have sent him. And sometimes when God sent us somewhere, we question God concerning the journey. We ask Him the who, what, when, where, and how, but the Holy Spirit wants us to walk by faith, to walk the process out, and He's going to direct us as we go. If He says, move on this place or go get this job, and they say, well, we're not hiring right now, and you, well, God, I know I heard you say they're hiring. Fill out the application, walk the process. Well, I just want to go ahead and submit my resume for the openings that may come up because now you're prophetically speaking to dry bones you're saying to those dry bones okay there's not an opening now but there will be I prophesy it in the name of Jesus so you're taking out the Elijah spirit and you're believing God for things that's not even manifested yet you're believing God for things that have not been put in print yet but you're knowing what God spoke to you so you're holding on to that promise of God that's how he wants us to grow that's how he wants us to trust him and as we begin to do that and we begin to walk the process out we're going into another dimension of who he is in the spirit realm we're going through another dimension of how he speaks to us in the spirit realm so as we begin to grow and trust in the lord with all our heart then lean not to our own understanding. But as we acknowledge his voice and not our own, we will never fail. Because she thought that because she only had a little bit, she told him, I don't have anything. So she was preserving that for her and her son. And he said, no, go and make it for me and make mine first and then you and your sons. And she did as he had spoken because she knew in this God had already spoke to her and she probably even questioned in her mind why are you telling me this when you know i don't have nothing but a scoop of this left for me and my son and when he spoke she did as he had spoken and he said bring it unto me and afterwards make you and your son now she could have not done that and the whole process would have been damaged but because they both trusted in the process of god they were able to get this job done in the sight of god through the trusting of god so as we begin to walk through this this changed not only her life but his as well he was hungry she was his answer So the supernatural resources were fulfilled in both lives. He heard God tell him to go. She heard God tell him he tell her he was coming. So even though she reserved it a little bit by saying, I only have a little bit. But yet the higher of God, the Holy Spirit said to her, "Uh -uh, I've already had this conversation with you. Do as you were instructed. So when he spoke to her, she went and did as was instructed so sometimes we begin to put God in a box and we begin to say well I'm just going to go ahead and sit here and die I'm going to go ahead and just allow myself to be defeated I'm going to go ahead and take it for the manifestation that it is instead of trusting our Lord and Savior so now we allow God to help us even though we don't see the answer even though we don't know what he's doing in this situation, because it just looked far-fetched to us, because why would I give this man the last of what I have? Why would I give it to him? But because of God and the promises that he has upon our lives, that he knows the beginning from the end, that he knows what he is doing if only we would trust him, if only we would believe that his word is true. So as we begin to pray tonight, we have to pray to God and ask him to forgive us for not trusting him. Ask him to forgive us that we have not listened to his voice that has spoken to us, telling us that we are able to do exceedingly abundantly and above what we could ask or think. So as she was obedient to the word of God speaking to her the Holy Spirit she had an expected in that God had for her and sometimes um, we allow our tangible sources to be our resources when in actuality God wants to be our resources and not our source that we go to because it's a tangible thing that we're looking for. We always look for those things. We can feel touch instead of God allowing us to teach us how to go into the supernatural and reach for our blessings out of the supernatural into the natural. And the way that we would do that is through prayer and fasting if needed that we begin to visualize our situation in the spirit realm and we begin to speak in our heavenly language so that God and our spirit can connect in the spirit realm and bring down the blessing that he has for us but we as fleshly people we want the words that we speak to connect to the spirit realm and bring it down And that's not how it works. We have to go into the spirit realm to get the answer. We have to go into the spirit realm and discuss these things with God because that's where he's at. That's where our blessing is at. That's where our communication is at. So we have to come out of the flesh and you say, well, how do I do that in prayer? Constantly allowing the Holy Spirit to teach you how to pray. And, and, and when you speak in your heavenly language, you immediately connect to the Holy Spirit who connects to God and gets your prayers up there to him and brings it down the answers in the spirit realm. Maybe through a dream, it may be through a prophetic answer, but somehow God is going to get that done for you. so when you're feeling like you're at the end of your rope, you're feeling like your whole story is over. It's not. God is rewriting that story for you. God is providing a whole nother dimension for you, but you got to walk the process out. you got to walk the word of God out, you got to listen to the Holy Spirit. Because that's where he is and stop looking at the at the natural at the outward problem. Because when we meditate on the outward problem, we would never follow the Holy Spirit in the supernatural because we'll say it's impossible. We'll say, why is God doing this? Because all I need is a job. All I need is my rent paid. All I need is a car payment. We're looking for the natural, you know, and even though God blesses us through man, he sends it down through man to bless us. No matter what, it has to come from the spirit realm first. So the vessels are empty. And she's saying, I only have a little bit left. So for us, when we are empty like that, and we're crying and saying, God, I have no more hope. My faith is gone. I'm dry bones right now. Oh God, I don't know which way to go. I don't know what you're saying to me. Where do I connect with you? Oh God. And he's saying your vessel is empty. Let me fill it up with my word. Let me fill it up through your prayers. Let me fill it up through you speaking with your unknown tongues. Give me something spiritually to work with and I'll be able to fill that empty vessel. But when you think that if the empty vessel is going to get filled because of your tears, because of your lamentations before God, because of your complaining before God, that maybe he'll have a, a heart that would, you know, bring about compassion. He's saying, get stronger in me, connect to the spirit realm. And I promise you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And that's where we ourselves have to become um, people of God that trust what he is telling us. We can't look at the outward. When When our vessels are empty, that's the time that the Holy Spirit can come in and fill them. There's no problem too hard for God. When we connect with him in the spirit realm, He is definitely going to represent us. The Holy Spirit will before the Lord, and he will bring an answer to us. We need the impossible and, and, and allow God to give that to us. But we're so accustomed to God only speaking to us or using man to bless us that we end up going to, um, Uncles or cousins and sisters and brothers for the finances and for the answers and for whatever revelation we may have when he's saying come to me. I have the answer come to Jesus just as you are broken empty. And we 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 need that revelation from him. We don't need to just cry unto him, but we need to surrender To him, the problem because when you give yourself away to the Lord, he Feels all of that up when you go into your secret place with him and you tell him God is all about you right now not about me you already know what I'm going through you've already written out the whole book signed it and sealed it now you just need me to walk through it so God I give this situation unto you because I have no control I don't know what to do I'm only flesh but I need your spirit to come and help me.
0: When you begin
1: to release it to God and you begin to tell him that you don't want to have any control to it, you just want him to do it. And whatever he does, that's going to be the answer. And I know some people may say, well, I don't like to say whatever way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. But to actually look at that, you're trusting him to do his will That is going to come to an expected end for you. I know the thoughts that I have for you. And at the end of all of that you're going through. There is an expected end. I'm not writing the story as you're walking it through. He's saying the story has already been written. You will rewrite the story when you take the left turn instead of the right turn. You're going to rewrite the book when you say I'm not going to listen the Holy Spirit but I'm gonna go in this direction the Holy Spirit wants to teach us the right way to do the things of God so that we will become overcomers through Christ Jesus so the question is what are you going to do to get your answer this lady decided the widow she decided I'm gonna go ahead and do this because the Lord spoke and I confirm that the Lord spoke because He sent him here with this little pot that I have of of flour and oil. And he, Elijah, trusted God when he said, get up and go to the widow. I've already prepared prepared for you. Now, at the end of it all, the pot and the oil overflow. He said, as long as you have an empty vessel, you will have, be in half until this drought is over. Which means in the midst of the pandemic, God saying, if your vessel is empty, I'll fill it and all the resources that you need and you will not be in want until this thing is over. And then he'll provide a new resource for you. Because at first he had Elijah to where he was eating from what the ravens had given him. Now that was a supernatural right there in itself. So now he says, well, get up. The brook is dried up. There's no more water. Go over to the widow because I've set that up for you. So there was a continual process that Elijah had to walk through to get the blessings. And they both were expected ends when everyone walked through the process that God had for them. So. Whatever you're going through, whatever you're asking God, sit down in your quiet place with him. Play you some worship music and begin to speak to him like you would speak to anyone else. And just say, Holy Spirit, I need you right now. Holy Spirit, you can guide me into truth and righteousness right now. Holy Spirit, You will provide the answer that I need for my finances. You will provide the answer for my healing. So Holy Spirit, I'm just going to sit here and talk to you and wait. I'm not going to be anxious for anything because you told me not to be anxious for anything. And I'm going to sit here and just dwell on the word of God and all the positive things that he has in my life. And I'm going to cry a little bit because I'm hurting, I'm stressed out, and I don't know what tomorrow will bring. But I know that you told me that weeping may endure only for a night. But I will get joy out of this situation. I will have full vessels until this situation is over. So you got to prophesy to the dry bones. Look at the bones and say, wow, these things have been dead for a long time. Wow, they don't even have skin, life, bones, muscles, nothing. How do you bring that back to life? How do you speak to something that visually is a wrap? It's over. It's done. You speak to it because the Holy Spirit told you to. You speak to it because the Holy Spirit said, I got it. So when you see it like that and he says, speak to it, prophesy to it and you say, okay, can these bones live can this apartment or house live can this car live can my health live because i shall live and not die what do you believe is your expected in because this lady believed that she was going to go ahead and just die that was her expected in in her natural mind But she did not realize that if she walked it out or when she walked it out, God had a better expected end that was already written. But her writing of her expected end was that it was over. I have no more hope. I have nothing left. I I don't even know if God is real at this point because we about to die. I know we're about to die. I looked at this pot go empty for almost a month or so now. And now it's we're at the end of it. I'm at the end of my rope. I'm at the end of my mind. I'm at the end of answers. I'm just, I throw my hands up because it's over. I feel like this is over. And then here comes the Holy Spirit saying, wait, 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 wait. Before you think you should die. Before you think God is not real. Before you think the word of God does not produce expected ends and answers. Hold on. I got an answer for you. Hold on. Dry your weeping eyes because here I come with your answer. Dry your weeping eyes. Stop worrying. Stop stressing. Stop questioning the will and the power of God. But I'm going to need you to read the word and find out what can I do in this situation. Even if the only thing you read is he will never leave me nor forsake me. And just keep repeating that until it gets into your spirit and you begin to meditate on just that alone, the Holy Spirit will grab that and say, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm not going to leave you. I'm coming. Just keep saying those words, just keep saying those words. And I'm going to come and fill that vessel because it's empty right now. And I don't want it empty with just anything. I put anything in there. I got to put the word of God in there. I got to put the trust in there. I got to put the love in there. I got to put God in there. You just keep prophesying that word. He will never leave me nor forsake me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. And the more you say it, the more it gets into your spirit. The more you say it, the more you're going to believe it. The more you say it, the more you're not going to see your situation, the more you say it, God will show up. He's going to show up. He's going to show up because he hears you. He hear you keep repeating. He says, ah, who is that calling me? Who is that saying that I'm able? Who's that saying that? Because I'm coming to them. I'm coming. I may not get there one day, the first day, but I'll get there the second day. I'm going to answer you. I'm going to answer you. Just keep saying it. Keep saying it. And the more it builds into your spirit, the more it grows into you, the more God is able. But how do we expect our God to come in and we're complaining? We are going against the word of God instead of going with the word of God. We are in the wrong direction. The more we lamentate, the more we complain, the more we tell him that I can't do this, the more we say, I'm just going to go ahead and die because you're not going to heal me. But The word of God says, I shall live and not die. The word of God says, by his stripes, we are healed. So you're going against the word of God instead of flowing into the word of God. But yet you expect him to answer you while you're going against him. And that cannot work. How can two walk together except they agree? So you have to agree to the Word of God in order for the manifestation to come before the oil can be filled and overflowing, which is the Holy Spirit. So when you change your thinking, you change your mindset, you change the words that are coming out of your mouth because that's life and that's death that's coming out of your, li- out of your mouth. So the more he hear you saying, I'm not going to die, The blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus cannot get the power until it's connected to your spirit and then it goes up to heaven. God hears you saying the blood of Jesus. He empowers it with his Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes into your body and heals you. But we're thinking because of the fact that the only thing we say is the blood of Jesus. But if there's no spirit attached to the blood of Jesus that you're speaking, there's no life in the blood of Jesus. But your spirit man has got to connect to what you're saying. And then it will get up to heaven. And there is your expected end. So today with the problems that are going on, the issues of life that's going on, today God is our resource through his word so you got to pray the word of God because that's what he hears that's what his angels hear that's what the Holy Spirit know they all know the word of God but when you come and you say God I'm at the end of myself God I might as well die because this pain is killing me God why isn't your word working in my life God this bill is due by tomorrow and i'm going to be evicted now he don't know those words none of them know the holy spirit the angels nobody knows those words but when you begin to say god i know you're able lord i trust you and i believe father the things that are not seen can be manifested to the seen god i know you i love you I trust you. You'll never leave me nor forsake me. And when he hears all of heaven. He'll hear you saying those words. They had a standstill. That's when you begin to know. That your redeemer lives. Because what you're speaking. Is what he's already spoken. What you're speaking. Is life. And he comes down. And he says I hear you. That's me talking. I know those words. I'm coming because those words are my words and I have to stand behind my word. I have to manifest my word because I spoke them. So here I come to rescue you. Here I come to pay your rent. Here I come to get you out of that hospital to heal your body because those are my words. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Stop leaning To your own understanding. But in all your ways. All of them. All of them. Lean not unto your own understanding. But acknowledge him. And he will. He said I will. I will direct you. Like he did the widow. I will direct you. How to feel Your vessels. I don't want your vessels empty. I don't want you to fail or lose, he says. I want my word activated. I want my word to bring back those dry bones and put flesh on them. That you will hear the rattling of that situation. And you're like, wait a minute, I hear you, God, I hear you. It sounds a little bit faint, Holy Spirit, but I know you're speaking. Let me let me get back into the Word so I can hear what you're saying. Let me get back in the Word because I, it's coming. It's right here. I feel it. I, I know in my spirit. It's right here, my answer. I can't give up in the 11th hour. I can't because I know you've already done this for me before. You've done it. I know my Redeemer lives. I know my Redeemer lives. So who are you trusting today? What are you trusting today? Because God has already written the book. God has already completed the book. He just needs you to walk it out and trust him. That when you hear his voice, hear it. Break the chains. Hear it in the spirit that the chains are broken. The spirit realm. Hear it. Not in the natural. You don't want to physically see chains breaking. You got to hear it in the spirit. Which means you got to be quiet. You got to listen in the spirit. What God is saying to you. Because you have a relationship with him. That nobody else can answer but him. He is your answer. His word is your answer. The Holy Spirit is the answer. We'll give you the answer. And right now, we are believing God for healing. Healing of breast cancer, diabetes, and any other ailment that you may have. Because we speak it by faith, through his word, holding on to his word. I will live and not die. The blood of Jesus. Because not only do you plead the blood, but make sure you apply the word, the blood. Make sure you are applying it to the situation, not just pleading the situation to the blood, the blood of God, to it, Jesus, to it. Apply it. Apply the word of God. The answer is already there. The tears have dried up. Even when the brook dried up, he told him to go to the widow. So he already had an answer because he knew it was going to dry up. He knew the lady, the widow, was only going to have a little bit. But yet he multiplied it because of obedience. Do you have obedience today for your multiplication? Or do you want to sit and cry and ask God why? But you can't blame the word of God when the answer doesn't come. Because you have to apply it for the manifestation So we thank God right now that you're able to listen to the word of God. And he is able to give the provision that you need. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise, glory, and honor. For we know, oh God, that this too shall pass. We know, oh God, that you have provided for us over and over and over again. But yet somehow, oh God, the flesh stands up. We know, oh God, that in this situation, the enemy will come and tell us you're not going to do it. The enemy will come and tell us that you don't care. But God, we stand on your word today. We apply your word today. And we're going to trust you until you show the expected end that you have for us. Because when one area becomes dry, you have a whole vessel of oil and bread somewhere else. Because you said you would never leave us nor forsake us. Then we stand with you, with your word and the blood of Jesus. That everything will work out for my good. We give you praise, glory, and honor in Jesus' name.